Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper and the analogue tools that you all love so dearly. My name is Mr. Michael Hurley and I am joined, as always, by your host and mine, the intrepid explorer of the pen landscape, the man who finds and brings you all of the greatest in pen news and opinion, that is Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, sir. Hey, Mike. How's it going? The pen addict himself, I didn't say this time, but that is you. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good, good. Yeah, I like that intro. I like, you know, that's one of the funnest parts about doing this is trying to hunt down and find new stuff and, you know, the kind of the, you know, all the the people we have following, sending us stuff to check out and just you now getting into lot, lots of cool stuff and um, breaking uh, our our bank accounts. So I, I'm, I've just shuffled around our follow-up at the start of the episode because mm-hmm. my inspiration for your your funny little name this week came from the new field notes that was released. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, we should we should cover that, right? Because we uh we did a kind of a special episode last week where we talked about you know collecting field notes and things like that, and you know uh, to to put you behind the scenes a little bit, Mike and I recorded that early because I was on vacation last week, and lo and behold, that's when the new field notes dropped. So. Yep, and it wasn't yeah, just a regular one either. Yeah, it was uh, kind of a newsworthy one. Um, so yeah, let's let's talk about that. So yeah, so um, the new field notes, they're the um, Expedition Edition, um, and they've also uh, launched new space pens as well, and they kind of go hand in hand because the Expedition Edition is, is a brand new type of field note book because they've got this special paper, which you probably know more about me than know more about than me brad um so they have this special paper um which is sort of um it is is made to to be i can't think of that let me go it's essentially weatherproof that's a good term yes weatherproof and it's also really strong as well right so they've got right it's not going to tear very easily they have um on the expedition edition page they have all of these um videos that tests like waterproof, wind resistance. My favorite one is flame resistance. I won't spoil it. Um, but yeah, so you can get those. So um, I, I have bought mine. Uh, have you bought some yet? I have them, and they have arrived. Oh. But they are still they are still in the shrink wrap. Um, I have not gotten out to test with them yet. I just haven't had the time to to do it yet. But um, you know, the the people who ordered them like right out the gate and got them shipped quickly have already started to do some some ink tests on those and you know we we actually talked about it the day it came out i, I don't know if we were on twitter or something we were going back and forth we talking were, about the yeah, paper we were dming about it right I think. <clears throat> and um yeah that's exactly right and you know i've had some experience with w- other weatherproof type papers um be it right in the rain notebooks um a company called apica APICA made one. I think that's actually now discontinued. That was actually a pretty good little weatherproof paper book. But I'm not completely familiar with the vendor that Field Notes used to to source this paper. But it's essentially the same thing. And what I what you and I talked about was setting expectations for people ordering this memo book because it's very different than what. Um, you know what a normal memo, a normal paper memo book would be. Yeah, like I, and, go, I, I bought the space pen because mm-hmm. I didn't, especially after the conversation me and you had. I didn't mm-hmm. expect that my fountain pen would really sit well with these. 
Right. And that's that's the thing is that they field notes when they wrote the copy for this particular one, they didn't really get into what your expectations should be for pen and ink. I mean, they alluded to the fact, but they didn't come out and flat out say it. But really, this type of paper is only going to be good for ballpoint inks and it's only going to be good for pencil. They've actually got it in the copy now. I don't mm-hmm. know. So it says notes. Synthetic paper is non-porous and doesn't absorb ink like our conventional papers. Ballpoint pens and soft pencils work best. The belly band that wraps the free pack is made from the same UPO synthetic paper. So test your pens on the inside of the belly band, then try to tear it. Now is that new? I think that I yeah. don't think that was originally on there. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was not on the the release day or in their original email. Um, yeah, that, I don't think that was on the release day because that's exactly what the, what it should say, right? Because people are going to get it and start breaking out gel ink pens and you know roller balls and things like that, and it's just going to completely reject the ink on that paper. Because I mean, if you think if you think about it logically, and you know, someone like you and I who's been you know putting pen and pen to paper and like thinking about what pens you use and what type of paper you use, it might yeah. register. But for anyone that's just ordering it kind of out of the blue, if you think about a waterproof paper, all the majority of your inks are water-based inks. So that is absolutely not going to absorb those inks at all. It's going to completely reject those inks, and you're just going to end up having a mess. And that's fountain pen inks, gel inks, rollerball inks. I can't, I, I'll do my own testing, but reading everyone else's testing, I mean, it's, it's pretty clear that the, the, it's just not going to work. And that's, and that's fine. That's, that's what this is made for, right? I just didn't think they were crystal clear when they released it and I think it's probably caused some some feedback that they weren't looking for and it, it could have been um it could have been handled a little bit better right out the front just to set you want to set the expectations right. You don't yeah. I mean it's it's pretty clear that those pins are not gonna work and that's a feature. The feature is this is a waterproof paper and if you know right out the gate these things aren't going to work, just come out flat out say it, or else you're just setting yourself up for complaints. That was that was my yeah, that I was guess, my argument. I guess you know you, you can't always. I guess you know it can slip through. Might not they might not have considered it, but they also yeah. they they released the the space pen right, and I've got one of those on the way. I don't own a space pen, right? And I I think I'll I'll end up getting one of the field notes one. I have a black matte uh, space pen that I like, and I use space pen refills and a couple other things. So I wasn't. You know, I I wasn't totally. I didn't have to have the first the first run of that, um, just because I already have one. So I've got, um, I've got that's, a question. Very similar to the black matte one. I have a question for you, Brad. So sure. The 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 field note space pen is twenty three ninety five in matte black mm-hmm. or chrome, and I saw mm-hmm. some people complaining on various social networks that this was overpriced. But on it jet is. pens, they're the same price. Is are there space pens that aren't like the Fisher ones? No. Well. I'm not going to say no. There, there are, there are pressurized ink refill pens that are not Fisher branded. But let me tell you this: the black matte space pen that I bought, that's very similar to the black one that Field Notes did. I think I paid around fourteen or fifteen dollars, and I think that was full price. Okay, I mean, cause, I'll cause just send you the link. On jet well, pens, it's twenty bucks too. So I just figured right. that there was that that was the price. I don't know. It's it's in the ballpark, and I'm sure you know there's extra charges you know that they've paid for to get those you know printed with the Field Notes logo. Um, let me find the model. I'll find the model of the one that I have because it's it's a spa- it's a Fisher Space Pen, but it's a it's a very specific model. And uh, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, it's black matte, 
and it's got more of a I think it came with a clip and it's got kind of more of a truncated barrel. It's not a torpedo shape. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, it's called the Fisher Space Pin X Mark Bullet. And I'm almost it's been a couple years since I bought it and I paid fifteen dollars and thirty cents for it, as my review says. So I will I will uh update our notes with this I got it. This link. Oh, that's that yeah. is very different, actually. Right. So I liked the shape and design of that one. It's the same. It's essentially the same size when it's capped, and then it's got a little clip on it. Um, yeah, it's hard to see. You have to expand my photos there, but same theory as the one that they're selling. But I like this design better. Fisher Space X Mark Bullet. Cool. I'm going to get one of the it, clips from JetPens with my next order that I get. Yeah, and if you notice in this review, when did I do this review? May 10th, 2000, 2010. I put in there that I paid $15 for this, but your regular ones, the bullet models, like they carry at Staples, are right around $20. So Field Notes isn't really out of line with their pricing considering the, that they put their name on it. Cool. This is um, That's great. I'll make sure that's in the notes too. Awesome. So yeah, you had some more follow up for us though. I did. I when we talked about it, two episodes ago, we talked about our, our disappointing pins, and you know, I was talking about the uh, Lamy two thousand that I have, and I got a lot of great, great feedback on that, emails, uh, tweets, and all kinds of stuff. And it turns out that there's actually, while there's not any necessarily like a production issue or a recall type issue with these two thousands, there are are lots and lots of people that are in the same boat that I am. And it, it turns out that, you know, a little bit of nib tweaking or a little bit of um, sanding or smoothing really goes a long way with the Lamy 2000. And it was funny, um, uh, Brian from Goulet Pins, I don't want to totally pinch his blog post. We'll link it in the, um, we'll link it in the show notes, but he did a mailbox post uh, yesterday. Um, where he answers email and someone wrote in says, you know, essentially saying, you know, after reading a few reviews concerning the quality of the Lamy 2000s, I've seen in select cases that, you know, some have reported scratchiness in pins that are in, you know, the base, there, there's some issues with the 2000 essentially. And it was good to see some confirmation from a vendor like Brian who comes out and flat out says, yeah, it's, this pen has a reputation. There's some issues. Um, it's a pretty simple fix, but you know, for me, I'll have to send it off to someone and get it fixed. But, you know, this pen is so cool. I want it to work really badly. So I'll, I will probably pony up and, and pick someone to uh, send this off to repair. Um, so that'll be a good, that'll be a good adventure for me. Cause I've never sent off a fountain pen like that to get worked on, but um, you know, that was an expensive pen. So it's probably worth getting fixed. I don't want to just sit around collecting dust. Yeah. But um, it does seem, it looks like, you know, I did a bunch of research on the 2000, but I didn't totally uh, see that there were that many issues with it. I might have been a little more hesitant and upfront or maybe waited to a pin show where I could test one in hand before uh, before I splurged. But um, anyway, it looks like it's a, a simple fix. I'll just have to do a little bit of a shipping and, and sending off and trying to figure some things out with it. But I want to get it fixed because it's a very cool pin. It's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's great to hold. It feels great in the hand, and it's it's really good looking. So, excellent. I, I, I it frustrates me so bad because I try to use it so often because of how good it looks. Right? I mean, I want it to work, and 
was like, all right, today's the day it's going to work, and it never does. So I need to get it fixed. Um, another another topic that uh, kind of went back to the forefront this week is the big Kickstarter project. Um, I reviewed some of the prototypes for the solid titanium pen plus, tile, plus stylus um, several months ago. Um, the guys at Big Eye Design um, reached out to me, sent me some samples, and I reviewed them. And their Kickstarter project ended up blowing up. Um, they went over $300,000 on this Kickstarter project. And the pen shipped and mine landed yesterday. So I took it to work last night. I didn't have too much time to play with it. But I've already um, – this is this is the pen, if everyone doesn't remember. And we'll link it in the show notes. This is the one that said you know they work with so Everything. many different refills. Like they list, they list over 30 of them right now. Yeah, I remember we were, we were kind of mocking it a little bit, weren't we, at mm-hmm. the time? Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, and not all of them fit like a glove, but I put in the, what did I use last night? The high tech C Cavalier refill fits really great in it. So I just got my black one last night. Um, these guys, you know, Kickstarter's kind of getting a little bit of bad re- reputation. Just everyone's kind of getting the thrown, same thrown in the same bucket that, you know, people aren't shipping on time and, you know, people are running into issues, but these guys, uh, Joe and Chadwick, you know, really, you know, they ran into one issue. They kept everyone in the loop and they've actually shipped, uh, shipped out thousands of these pins and, uh, in a, in a really timely fashion. So I, I appreciate them getting these out the door. And, uh, I got the black, the black matte one and I'm, I'm pretty happy with it so far. I'll, I'll spend some more time with it and probably do another review of the proper, uh, production model that I paid for at Kickstarter. But, uh, so far so good. Um, the, they, what the, one thing that they did, they and gosh, I don't have a picture of it. And they might have it in one of their links. They did a killer job with the packaging, which all out of all the Kickstarter projects I've done, you know, it's been pretty simple, basic packaging. You know, kind of do what you need to do packaging to get it done. But they did a really nice job, and they're actually setting these up. You can tell by the packaging for a uh, for a, a retail push. Um, it, it's that well done to where it can just hang on a store shelf or or something like that, and and uh, be sold at retail. So. I just wanted to let everyone know that those have shipped. Mine has arrived, and uh, some of the people um, I follow on Twitter and that follow me back uh, said they theirs have come come in too. So uh, that was that was a good uh, good bit to to see arrive in the mail. So we're going to get Speaking a review, season. huh? Are we going to get a review? Oh yes, definitely. I'll I'll do a follow up review. I did a pretty thorough review of the prototype, but I'll do another review because I want to try some more different refills. Cool. Um. What I was going to say, speaking of mail, have you got any mail yet recently? Not from you, unfortunately. No, no mail. All right. No, I'm sure it's on the way. We'll I, did, I did have a couple of things come from JetBands, um, just a couple of the um, Tridio, um, Tridio, uh, Pento Tridio pens. So yeah, got, the disposable ones that you like or yeah, the I got, refillable I got, ones? Uh, I think they're, they're kind of all disposable, mm-hmm. the ones that I've been getting. Um, but I've got one of the other sort of the felt, type fountain pen nib ones i got one of those in blue and i also got one of their standard gel ink pens the gel ink's fine it's just like any to me really any gel ink pen i've yet to really find one that i think is exceptional in any way um, yeah i think that that's pretty much an inner gel refill pentel inner gel refill it is the pentel inner gel refill yeah you're correct right. so but i like the little i like the way that the the, the, the pen is actually made i like the look of it mm-hmm. um but i mean i i'm I'm very the the blue that they use is a great blue, it's mm-hmm. a really nice blue yep. color. Um, so color. I'm still um, I'm still really happy with those. So that's just a little bit of follow up because I did say I was going to order a couple more and 
and I have done, and, and I'm, I'm really happy with it. I mean, they're kind of like you can buy like twenty six dollar ones, but I just buy the disposable one because I like the little felt tip slash fountain pen um, sort of combo that they've got going on. Right. I, I go back and forth with um, trying to be responsible in, in maybe buying a more expensive barrel and buying refills or buying the same pen in the disposable version. I Nine times out of ten, I'm going for the disposable version. Because the the refill is $4 and the disposable yeah. is nine fifty. so I'm like, I just might as well just get the disposable. I don't really consider this the bodies that I'm buying like at $9.00 to be mm-hmm. worth getting a refill for. Right. Like, the more expensive ones are actual fountain pens, so they require cartridges. But I right. guess you could also screw in the, 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 like, the felt tip refills. Yes. Yeah, and those are expensive, like you say. But I don't see, to me, I don't really see the point in doing that. Because yep. The, yep. The, the, the expensive barrels, or they're just made out of different materials. They look exactly the same. Right. So... I'll put a link in the show notes to the the page on JetPens for them, so you can see them yourself, um, and okay. you can see that you know people can see the differences. But um, I mean, I'm very happy with it actually. I have been um, going back to the retro a little bit more though. So I mean, I was using this exclusively, but now I've been sort of flip flopping between them again, which I kind of expected to happen, uh, but because I really enjoyed using the the, the Tridio, but um, I figured that I you know I wouldn't be able to stay away from the retro. But I'm very excited to see what you've sent me. So but yeah, I, I'm ex- I'm excited to to um I'm ex- I'm excited for you too. So I'm um, I'm concerned that it's going to get um, caught up in the Christmas mailing problems now though. Yeah, and I'm concerned. I don't know if it's going to go through uh, how well it's going to go through customs just because of what exactly I sent you is kind of interesting. So <laughs> we'll oh see how well they X-ray your package, and you might be having to make a trip to go pick it up. Oh wow, I'm excited. <laughs> Sounds yeah, good. I don't, I don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil the surprise. No, I don't. I don't I, want it. I don't want to spoil. So there we go. Should I talk about Squarespace and then we're going to get into? Uh, have you, no, actually, if you got anything else that you wanted to add for follow up, sorry. Yeah, one more thing, just to just to plug and share, and everyone who reads reads the blog and, and subscribes to the f- to the feed has already seen it. But I did a uh, I did a fun email interview on a website called Everyday Commentary. Um, so we'll put link that in the show notes, and everyone go check that out. It was a it's a good. Uh, it's a good look at some of the things I'm using, some of the things I'm carrying, um, kind of a little bit of it, the impetus for this show. I had some wish list items, um, on this. So, um, you know, I, we'll just put that link in the show notes. I thought if anyone wanted to, you know, read more about what I'm using or some different, get a different perspective on some of the, some of the things I do and some of my philosophies on, on pins and branding and, and all that stuff. Um, go check, go check that out. Cause I, I really enjoyed it. The, uh, um, they they asked me some good questions and it was a it was a fun interview so go check that out. Um, you you sort of solicited our listeners um, over Twitter to to give some uh, suggestions. Have you been select? Have you been storing any of those for future? Yeah, I've got a few and uh, I'm gonna put them. I'll put them in the notes. Um, there's two or three, but I I'd really like some more. Um, you know, a lot of I did this wish list thing on the um, on the interview and then I you know asked for suggestions on on Twitter and two or three people said, Hey, how about a wish list type thing? You know, you did some of the disappointments. How about some of the things you really want to buy? So I figured that kind of went hand in hand, um, with some of the cu- couple of the things that I put on this interview. So, um, yeah, but I, there were a couple other topics that people tweeted at me yesterday 
that I thought were really good topics, a couple of them that I needed to do some more research on and some more studying on. Um, but I would definitely like to get some more feedback on future show topics. And, you know, the readers and the listeners are always so good about having, um, you know, thinking about things that are fresh and, and, you know, sometimes I get bogged down and can't come up with the good ideas all the time. So, uh, our, our listeners are awesome. So, yeah. you know, tweet at me, email me, we'll give you all the contact information, you know, at the end. And you, a lot of you already know it already, but always, always, always don't hesitate to send me or Mike your ideas for show Indeed. show ideas. Cause, uh, we're always interested in that. And we want to, we want to talk about the things you guys want to hear. Exactly. That's, that's, that's a really important point. You guys are telling us things you want to hear us talk about. So that's great. We, we love to hear that stuff so let's let's talk about squarespace and then we'll we'll move on to the wish list item um, of the show today so um, squarespace they are back supporting us again um, this week squarespace they give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website um, i love squarespace because they give you everything they do li- quite literally give you everything you need they give you hosting which is totally rock solid squarespace sites never go down they give you a completely managed environment that allow you that allows you to create your home online whether that be a website blog portfolio a business site no matter what you need to put a website on the internet for, Squarespace can give you the tools that you need. It doesn't matter if, how experienced you are with building previous websites. You can even know everything. You can know nothing. It doesn't matter because you can build something amazing in minutes. You don't have to worry about any of the fiddly bits like hosting, scaling, or integration with social services like Facebook and Twitter, things like that. You don't need to worry about going and finding a theme from some site somewhere in a corner of the internet. You don't need to worry about getting a designer in because they have absolutely beautiful templates with their new version 6. They're really clean. They let your content do all the talking and they have feature responsive web design so the site will scale perfectly to look great no matter what screen size somebody's coming to your website from everything in the platform is drag and drop using squarespace's page builder which they call layout engine it allows you to create custom layouts for each of your pages in seconds you just add content as blocks in so photos videos text social media content and much more you can just drag and drop these blocks in and move them around on the page to create the layout that you want and they have an ios app and an android app that allows you to see real-time statistics which you can also see on the website but you can see them on the go and you can also manage and post to your site as well If you have any issues setting up a Squarespace site, they have 24-7 customer support that respond in minutes, and they have live online workshops and great knowledge base articles too to help walk you through step-by-step everything you need to know. There's no credit card required to try out Squarespace. Go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels and you can start your free trial. Squarespace is $10 a month for the standard plan and $20 a month for the unlimited plan. If you sign up for a year, you automatically get 20% off, and if you sign up for two years, you'll get 25% off. If you decide to purchase, click enter an offer code below the pricing information at checkout and use the offer code 70 decibels 12 for 10% off on top of all of that. So it's an additional discount. So it's 70 decibels 12. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to make an amazing website. You know, and if you need any more endorsement, both me and Brad, um, all of our online properties are Squarespace sites. Absolutely. So there you go. What more do you need? So Brad, wish list. Yeah, you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. All right. So I've I've had some interesting changes to my purchasing habits I've noticed in the past six months or a year, and we've talked about it ad nauseum on this podcast. And when I sat down to put together a wish list, I could not come up with anything on my wish list that was not a fountain pen, which so is so awesome. 
so far outside of what I ever thought I would be in pins. It's I take my mind. I take personal responsibility for this. Yeah, and I, I'm still. You would you would think I would get over it at this point, but I'm like, that, that's all I want. I want I want some cool fountain. <laughs> I want some cool fountain pens, you know, because there's so much out there. I guess it's probably because I'm still new to it, right? So I, I've got you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with all the the gel ink pens and ball points and you know roller balls and markers that I've gotten. You know, there's nothing that's really, you know, really got me tweaked to 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 get something new. But on fountain pens, I don't have you know, a ton of things, the things that I do have, I really enjoy. And that's making me want to get more. So in that regard, a couple of pins that I actually saw these at the Atlanta pin show that I went to last April. So hopefully that's going to be in April again, and I'll start saving up my money and maybe I can come up with both of the pins that I put on my wish list. Um, There's a recurring theme with these pins and that they're both demonstrator type pins, which is, you know, a translucent barrel. You can see the inner workings of the pin, see the uh, converter or the the refill system that they use. And they're both orange barrel pins. I have a thing for orange barrel pins. Um, I don't know why. It's just really, really appealing to me. That's kind of my color. So the first one is the, it's called the Pilot Custom 74 Fountain Pen. And this is kind of a large pen. Um, I've... One of the things I don't like about fountain pens, or I, I won't, I won't go that far and say don't like, but one of the things that I enjoy about the pens that I do have is the smaller, compact, current design of the fountain pens. This is more of an older, traditional, traditional size, traditional shape, traditional look to a fountain pen, and I really don't have a lot of things like that. Right? You know, I've got the the Kawakos and the Lamis and the Vanishing Points, and all those. I would. Even though some of those designs are older, like the Lamy 2000 that's been around for 40 years, I guess, it's still a modern design pen. This is more of a traditionally designed pen, but it has that modern aspect in that it's got the translucent barrel um, and it's orange and it's just it's just cool looking. Um, it's expensive, which is why you know I hopefully maybe I'll, I'll I'll save up and grab one at the at the pen show. But it's it's like 150 160 bucks. But um, I think it's a really really sharp looking pen and one of the one of the top fountain pens that I want to try out. It's interesting. It looks quite old school. Yeah, it is, and I, I have zero old school looking fountain pens um you know the 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 regular ones don't appeal to me that much like a standard you know black resin based you know barrel with gold clip and accessories that that doesn't appeal to me but this has that old school look but it's still a modernized modernized look in that you know it's got translucent and it's orange you know it's kind of an updated an updated take to a classic i guess if you will i do have a thing though with pens like this um it doesn't look like it costs $160. That is, I agree 100%. And that's why I didn't come home with the, the second one on my list, wish list in the, um, from the pen show last year because I couldn't justify the looks of the pen, the feel of the pen didn't add up to the cost of the pen in my mind. Because there's kind of, there's a couple of things for me which I can, that I, I personally feel have a direct correlation with the, with the cost of a pen. Um, one of them is the weight. So obviously it's mm-hmm. how it feels, but the weight of the pen. If I'm dropping $160, I want it to be to have a good weight to it because I actually like my pens to be reasonably weighted, um, mm-hmm. especially a fountain pen. I, it doesn't have to be heavy, but 
you know, I, I expect there to be some weight there, and this thing looks like it would just, it could blow away. Like it's just thin, translucent plastic. And also, as well, yep. you know, I want, if it's going to be plastic, I want it to at least have an ambitious looking, um, like barrel design. Like to me, the, the Lamy Safari looks more expensive than this. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, I, that's, that's definitely a dilemma and, you know, something I, I've thought about um, immediately the first time. Um, like this, the, the second one on my wish, wish list is the Sailor Sapporo, and I did have a chance to try that one at the pin show. And I think, um, I don't know how much they're selling for in this link that I put it here. Yeah, like 156 bucks. I think the guy was asking 130 bucks. And when you look at it in there, you know, the, the, the colorways for the Sapporo demonstrator are like watermelon pink, lime green, and this orange that I like so much. It's like, Am I really going to pay $130 for that? It's like a child's but, pen. Like, yeah, and that's not a criticism, I, I, but that those colors are like fun kids' colors, right? Right. And again, like, right. that's a lot of money to ask. Although this one, to me, does actually look more expensive. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I, I, I'm a huge fan of the Sailor nibs. I, they, they make a really killer nib. Um, and there's not a lot in the – there's a gap – in the mid-range pricing for fountain pens. A lot of people yep. would say $160 is mid-range pricing for fountain pens. I think that's on the high end I think just that's, based, yeah, based on what high. I've spent before. Um, most fa- A lot of serious fountain pen people, three and $400 is high end, and this is probably mid-range. See, because you what, can pick up excellent, excellent fountain pens at 20 and 40 bucks, like the, um, the Safari and the Prera. Right, and uh, one pen, these two pens that I put on my wish list, there's one brand that kind of trumps these and it's about half the price um and that's the the twisby they make some really good looking pens high quality similar looking to these and they're probably about in the 70 or 80 dollar range um but there's just something about i've i've actually held and used this this sailor and it <laughs> i think it's the orange that gets me i just really like orange orange barrel pens and there that was my biggest hang up was does it look like I'm getting a hundred and thirty dollar or hundred fifty dollar pen? Um, and it and it kind of doesn't, but um, I, I'm still kind of lusting after them. It's, it's kind of a hard, uh, it's a, it's it's tough to balance that out. So it, it is a little bit of a dilemma. But um, there, there's no pens that I'm wanting more right now than these two that I've that I've linked. I think they're pretty cool. I mean, it's perfectly valid. Like if you like them, but it's just I can see why you haven't dropped the money on them yet because yes. they're. You've sometimes got to wonder: Am I am I am I getting the whole thing? Am I getting all of the value here? Right. There's a the uh, there's a justification dilemma I'm having with it. Yeah. You know, would I rather buy? I could buy two Twisbees in different models and different colors and different nibs, and for the same price, that I'd be dropping for one of these. So it it just depends on which way I want to take it. I, I have a feeling I'm gonna I'll probably uh, pony up for one of these um, in the in the near future. Just because um, I keep going back and looking at them, right? It's, it's just it's uh, it's just one of those things where I keep going back and back and back, and it's like, oh man, this is a cool pen. But, wow, it's expensive for a plastic barrel, <laughs> see-through, orange-colored pen. But man, it's cool. Um, and since we're on the subject of wish lists, I have a wish for all of my Kickstarter friends and. You manufacturers who are coming up with new designs on Kickstarter. So my last wish isn't necessarily a product that exists right now, but something I would like to see 
um, designed on Kickstarter. And I say this knowing the reasons that it hasn't been designed yet is because it is very difficult to do. And that is, I want a nicer retractable barrel, um, stainless steel, aluminum, whatever, a nicer retractable barrel for pins like the high tech C, the Uniball Sino DX, you know, zebra Sarasa clip, some of these other pins, um, you know, the reason why it hasn't been done yet is because it's hard. It's hard to make that retractable mechanism right inside the pin. There's more things that can go wrong when you're not just making a tube to stick a pin in, right? Um, there's more moving parts. The refills aren't as standard. Um, a lot of companies make some different different style retractable pins so it's hard to manage that and that might that might almost be too much of a niche project um or product but you can tell since pins became popular on kickstarter that there's not very many that have been retractable um so that's kind of a a big picture wish list i'd like to see and and you know there's there's not like for the uniball sino dx they I mean, I, that that would be my number one refill that I don't have a nice Kickstarter barrel for. But it's kind of hard to to build for too. So we'll see. That's just that's that's on my wish list. I, I I did put into a link of a new pin that I did just buy on Kickstarter called the Eco Essential Pin. Um, one of our friends on on Twitter sent that to me. Said, "Hey, have you seen this?" I'm like, "No, I haven't seen this." And damn you for sending it to me because now I'm a backer. <laughs> so. Can I kick off mine and actually say the exact same thing? Yeah, absolutely. So if I kick so off, I want to I want to preempt you, but because okay. uh, you're getting ready to talk about a pen that I have not seen, and you told me specifically not to look at this link before you started talking about it. Yeah, so so uh, you can you, you it. go ahead, and I'm gonna work on pulling this up. So this was uh, sent to me by a listener, Stuart Hasley, um, who you let me know has got a, a new blog, a pen blog called InformalScribble.wordpress.com. And we're going to put that in the in the show notes too, because Stuart is a, is a he's a very active uh, member of the Pen Addict podcast community. Absolutely, um, he's a great uh, he's a great contributor. So, uh, and he sent me this because he's based in based in the UK, like me. And um, Kickstarter's recently launched in the UK. You can now submit UK projects. So he sent me this pen. It's called. It's by a company called Ajoto. Um, and it kind of the pen hasn't really got a name. It's kind of they're calling it, the project is called Make Your Mark, the pen with a twist. And it's the first company by this uh, sorry this first pen by this UK based company. Stuart sent this to me because it has a twisting mechanism like the retro, but it is stunning. It's yeah, that's so really, beautiful. It's, it's really good looking. It's just like an aluminium or brass. They're doing they're doing silver aluminium black aluminium brass barrels and it's just like a or like the barrel is one piece and then you have the um the the twisting mechanism and you can actually customize them to mix up those colors they mm-hmm. come in either a 0.7 millimeter black rollable or a fine black ballpoint um and it takes parker style refills so you can change it for any of those yeah, I'm looking at the refills right now. Yeah, you can change it for lots of things. So the Parker-style refill is kind of – it's the G2 refill basically. So, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of those, of, of, of pens that take the G2 refill. So, um, 
I mean, I can yeah. put as well, just looking here, oh my god, Brad, my brain just exploded. Hmm. The Schmidt P900, which is mm-hmm. what goes in the retros, mm-hmm. will go in this. Yeah, it looks like it should fit. These are really standard refills, so yeah. So I could potentially have a contender for new favorite pen. Yeah, this, this um, the silver the silver aluminum one is fantastic looking. That's what I backed. Now, yeah. I expect this to be quite expensive for Americans. Um, this is sixty pounds, okay. so that's like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got worldwide shipping included. Um, okay. I've actually also been in contact with the guys behind this, and um, we're going to actually try and hope to get them on the show. Okay, great. Know, in the near future, they've they've basically like they've got a, they've been sending so many updates, which is fantastic, and they're going through the whole process. They're really sort of detailing everything from like they sent out an email because they've just got the cork packaging in. So the the pen comes shipped in cork packaging, and they right. sent a little email about that. And and I like it. This is one. This is the first pen I've ever backed on Kickstarter. But like even down to their boxes, like they're they're shipping in these like um, aluminium boxes too. And the whole the whole little process that they've got is just I just think it's just stunning. And I'm really pleased that, that they've actually met their funding goal now. With 39 days to go. Man, that's fantastic. This looks really good. I think they'll uh, I think they'll do real well with this because there's there there is room in in Kickstarter for non-capped pins. Mm-hmm. Um and then this uh this twist mechanism looks like a looks like a good fit. That's a really good looking pen. It's great. And I'm I'm really looking forward to getting my hands on mine, but could still be a little while yet, but um, hopefully yeah, yeah, for sure. too long. But it looks like they're they're moving along at a good pace from their updates. They they went, they kind of send like Every few days, there's some like two or three updates in one day, <laughs> which is pretty cool. Though it shows that they're yeah, doing that's them. awesome. Um, so I'm happy. I haven't. I'd rather on on a project that I've backed that doesn't exist yet. I'd rather have more updates than less. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't back historically. I've maybe backed three or four Kickstarter projects. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just I see them, and 99 percent of the time, I sort of bookmark it for later, and will come back when they're actually shipping. Like I want one of those Pebble watches. Yeah. But I thought to myself, I'm going to wait until that comes out because it could be terrible. And look, look how yeah. delayed it is. It was already meant to be uh-huh. out, but it's not going to be out until next year. So that's that's kind of what I tend to do with these things. Like I wanted um, a glyph, but I waited. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it's just the way that I do things. Like I also wanted an elevation dock. Glad that I waited. Exactly. Um, so I, I kind of just wait for these things if it's a physical product. But this one, they were a, U- a UK outfit, so I thought, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some love and help them get to their funding goal. That's right, and if and if they don't ship, you can drive over there and beat them. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, yes, I guess I could do that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's my first. It's it's kind of on my wish list, but I've already bought it. But um, cool. I put that's it on awesome. there because um, I saw it. I saw in the notes you kind of wrote in the notes that you wanted more Kickstarter retractable pens, and this is one. So perfect. I love it. The next one on my list is an interesting one. It's the Parker... Is it the fifth Ingenuity is what they're calling it? Now, I'm very interested in this pen uh, because it's kind of like a hybrid with a felt tip and a fountain pen. Now, I don't really know a lot about it, Brad. Mm-hmm. And you may know, may know more than me. But I've just seen little bits about it. They, when it came out here, there was quite a lot of advertisement around it. Right. Um, it's not cheap. It's like a hundred. It's just shy of two hundred dollars um, for the sort of the good. It's anywhere between one hundred and sixty and three hundred and fifty dollars, basically, um, is what I've seen. Um, 
but I'm really, really intrigued to try one out. I should try and get to a high class pen store and 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 make sure I've got the money in my pocket just in case. But but with right. the, with the with the thought to actually try one of these things out. Um, yeah, this would this would be one I definitely want to try. Yeah, so I mean, but I it, I know that if I try it and I love it, then I need to make sure I've got the money to buy it. So <laughs> maybe a birthday See, I remember, gift. To I remember when this came out. It was probably I don't. Know, it's maybe been a year or so. Maybe it might be more. My time might be getting a, a little away from me but yeah i was inundated with emails when this came out and oh check this out look what do you think about this or this is stupid or this is great and it's a it's an extremely odd pen and they've parker to their credit has kind of you know stepped out a little bit on this pen um i've never tried one it looks pretty cool and i kind of have the same feelings about this like the fountain pens you know, that we're just talking about, you know, spending $150 for something that looks like almost, you know, like you say, a child's pen. You know, it's obviously not, but, you know, it's it's got funny colors and, and things like that. This is essentially be paying that kind of money for a Sharpie pen, right? It's like a marker pen. Yeah. It's not a fountain pen. It's in, it's a re, it's a felt tip refill that's made to look like a fountain pen. I was like, I, I just can't justify spending that kind of money for, you know, a Sakura Pigma Micron. Right, so yeah, it's the I same mean, kind of theory. I mean, I, does it take refills then? It's, it, it takes works? its own refill. Yeah, it's a it's a cartridge. I think I, I I didn't look at this. I believe when I looked at it before, I think it's a cartridge based. Right, so it'll. Um, but do you I replace the? Do you replace the felt? The like, do you replace the tip? That's a good question. Because when I was watching this little video, it kind of said that, like a fountain pen, it adapts to your way of writing. So. Mm-hmm. I assume that that's by wearing down the the nib, right? In the same in the same way. Yeah, so I I don't know. I'd have to read about it a little more to see what what the um what the materials of the of the nib is because the way they make it look, it looks like a plastic nib, which is obviously going to break down over time just because just because of what it's made of. Yeah. But I think unlike the the ones we were talking about earlier, it does look like a hundred and sixty dollar pen. Yes, from a barrel perspective. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is important because you yep. still got to refill the fountain pens, you know. I'm I'm really I'm I'm really intrigued to try one of these out, and it is quite high on my list actually. Um, yeah. So the the refill for this is a complete nib unit and cartridge. Interesting. I wonder how long they last. I don't know. My internet's being slow right now. This link isn't coming up. <laughs> so yeah, it's but yeah, worth, it looks it's like a complete. Out. Looks like a complete nib unit. So yeah, that's a um, that's a really interesting pen. I've yet to no, none of my readers or none of the listeners have ever said that they've owned one of these. They're all like, "Hey, have you gotten this pen yet?" They yeah. want someone to be the I'm, guinea pig. Exactly. They and, want uh, they want somebody I, to be that person, right? Right. If I can find it for a good good UK price, um, I will consider. Going just just going for it because I actually think I will like it, um, but it's it, I think it will be difficult for me to find for a good UK price because mm-hmm. as well I I don't want to import a pen of that value again mm-hmm. because of all the hassle that I had trying to get the um, vanishing point over here. Exactly. Um, I'm not really I, I just don't want to do that anymore. If I'm going to buy a pen of that value. I will pay the extra necessary to get just just to get it 
um, here, the Byte UK based, because even though I I probably still saved a little bit of money, the aggravation and hassle um, in trying to get the retro as, you, as I documented on this show, right? It was just right. it was just a lot of hassle to try and get it here. Oh, it was, it was brutal. Yeah, it, it took was, forever and yeah, it was really lots of headache. So here, here's what you need to do. Oh, this I can get it for a hundred pounds, actually. Well, here, just listen to this. Listen to this idea. Because okay. I remember I, when it came out, this is what I was going to do, and I never did it. Go buy the refill. Spend eight dollars on the refill. You have the entire pen in your oh hand. God, yeah, of course. Yeah, I can, I can see how you like. See how you like it writes, and then you're paying one hundred and fifty dollars if you like the barrel. I'm looking on Amazon right now. I found the I, the first link I clicked was on Levenger. Levenger has all the refills, and it's a complete nib unit. It's got the pen. You know, that's what you're. You know, this is the this is the thing I always talk about. I'd when, probably like a medium Parker, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It well, will be here. It will be size. here by next week. Yeah. So on next week's show, I will be able to give you all an update on. Uh, so you, you bought the refill for the Ingenuity Ingenuity Fifth. Yep. Okay. Five pounds. Yep. Which right? Is perfectly yeah. Fine. So it's about eight bucks. Oh, it's um, with shipping is eight pounds. Oh, wait, I okay. can get free. I <laughs> know oh, because I, I want it definitely to be here. So I will, yeah. I will get. I will pay the. So it's eight pounds, which is fine for a pen. Um, and well, then, yeah. if you're going to spend that kind of money, you'll at least know how it writes on the front end. You're such, and, you're such a genius. Because I remember I was going to do that when this came out. I was like, you know what? I'm not spending that much money on a pen, not having tried it, but but it's an interesting deal, and I can just I can buy the whole pen. And, and I can test out the whole pen for eight dollars and see if I like how it writes or not, and then I can decide whether I want to spend the money on the on the full barrel piece. Yeah. So by our next episode, I will I will be able to at least give my impressions on how it writes, and I will tell you if I've then put an order in for the barrel. Okay. So great idea, Brad. Yep. So uh, the last on my list, I've mentioned it a bunch of times. It's still very high on my list. Um, it's the Kuwaiko Glossy. Uh, the glossy silver body and broad nib, because I I I really wish I would have bought a Kaweco in broad nib, and listened to you um, about the differences in sizes. I now know better and know that a medium is not a medium in Japanese is not. So I've just bought a medium in the Parker, and that will be fine, because yes. it's a European standard medium, which is perfect for me. I even like European broad um, broad whips, but the the mediums are, are perfectly fine. Um, I like European broads too. I was I was trying to to dodge that. Uh, I don't, didn't need another knocker scenario. Um, but yeah, so I I, I really want another another Kueco that I would use more frequently. Um, but but I really 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 want the the glossy bodied one because it is just a, a real vision. Uh, that is a pen that looks two three times more expensive than it is. Yep. That's a, that's a showstopper. I mean, that's a yep. what you you break that out at, at Starbucks or something. Someone's going to ask you about that pen. It's just it's that cool looking. And I mean, you you know where I stand on on this pen. It's one of my favorites. You know, all time favorites. I've got I think I've got four of these now. And um, you know, which seems kind of ridiculous. It's the same pen, but they're they're too cool, and I I love them. So yeah, huge fan. So yeah, I would like that. And I think that that would look really nice with field notes, you know, because the size and stuff. Yep. That's so perfect. yeah, that is my that is my wish list. Awesome. 
It's a good list. Thank you. Good list. And, so, um, I have a bunch more. Like I can very quickly without – I won't even put these in the show notes, but if you, do you want to hear my current list on, in my Clear app? Yes. So Parker Fifth, uh, Kaweco Glossy, and Edison Collier, uh, Render K, Twisby, uh, a Rotaring Rapid Pro, Lamy Dialog Free, and a Zebra Sharp OX. Mm, that's good. That's a good. That's a really good list. And actually, um, yeah, I, I and Edison is definitely on my short list. That's one of those I want to try in person before us again. You know, you're, you're spending a decent amount of money. You want to, you want to give that a try in person. So that that would probably be the next one on my list, uh, aside from the two fountain pens that I listed. Another Edison, and then probably I want to try the uh, the Twisby Mini. I don't know if that's the actual name of it, but there's a shorter one. I think that actually uh, Stuart Hazley, I think he – was he the one that got one that was that was tweeting us the other day? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did. He got a Twisby. Yeah, so he's going to review that one. Um, it's, a, it's a shorter barrel, you know, probably along the lines of the, the Coico AL, um, AL Sport in length and uh, dimensions, maybe a little bit larger. Um, that looked very cool. That's on my list. Um, yeah, the Edison and uh, Edison and Twisby. Yeah, all all fountain pens for me for for some crazy reason. I've had my eye on a Twisby for a while. You um, should you should absolutely do it. Yeah, I only have one of them. It's a it's a very well made pen, and I think I the one I bought was the five forty, which is around fifty dollars. It's not even one of the most expensive ones, and it's it's fantastic. I mean, it's a big, full sized, serious fountain pen, but it looks really cool. So what one did you suggest? I bought the 540 Rock Edition, which was a, which is you know one of the interesting barrel colors. <laughs> it's a it's a red, white, and blue. It's actually a Republic of China edition, uh, color wise. Um, so you have, if you look up the 540 Roc, it's the one I bought. It's red, clear, and blue barreled, red cap, clear body, blue end. Of course, when I Google that, where do you think it takes me? My site? Yep. Sweet. Everything Nothing wrong with does. that. <laughs> yeah, that's but, actually, but that, that's that stunning. Same. Where did you get that? You don't know. Amazon, maybe? Really? They, Twi- Twisby, one of Twisby's deals is they have an Amazon storefront, they have an eBay storefront, so it was one of those two. Yeah, see, I, I can't find it on Amazon UK. Yeah. If I search Twisby, it doesn't give me anything. So yeah, they don't sell them off their site. I don't think they might, but I know they have an Amazon storefront and eBay storefront. And you know what? I might have bought it from the eBay storefront. I can't remember exactly, but Goulet Pens carries pretty much the full line, or carries a lot of them. Oh, and yeah. that same that same exact model that I bought comes in, you know, like a, I think a smoke gray translucent barrel. Some really, it's it's really good looking. I've been real happy with it. There we go thirty pounds on the on the eBay store. That's really good. Yeah. It's got a a nib B. Was what am I gonna want? Yeah, B broad, uh, right? Yeah, this is kind of this is um it's probably along the lines of the the Lamy nibs. I I'd say that's a Perfect. fair comparison because they're they're a I, I want to say Twisby is uh is Taiwanese, so we'd think it would be an Asian nib, but they actually I think they source uh German nibs for these if I'm not mistaken. Right. So So it's a Asian made pen with a, a German style nib. I have the EF and it's 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 probably along the lines of a Safari EF. Is it a converter or a cartridge? Uh, neither. It's a um, uh, what do they call it? It's it's not a vacuum. It's a um, 
Oh, uh, one of those ones. I'm not blanking. It's a you I know twist the end of the into the barrel, it's like and a, it sucks it. It sucks it in. It's like a built-in I'm, converter. I'm t- I'm totally blanking. There's a very simple name that <laughs> I'm completely blanking on. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it's neither. You just uh, you draw in the ink. You stick the nib in the ink, and then you draw it up through the uh, twisting the end of the barrel. Have you seen their works? Their ink bottles. I have. Someone tweeted me, um, John, I can't remember his name, tweeted me. He says, hey, I got a Twisby. Should I get one of the ink bottles? I said, you know what? I don't have one, but they are certainly cool looking. Um, and the way they fill their way, the way you fill Twisbys, um, it, it would probably be helpful. I think that's probably why they sell them. I'm very upset right now, Brad. Why? Because I just went to buy it now and they don't ship to the UK. Oh, no. There's got to be a retailer over there. I want that one, though. Now I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, if, yeah if anybody knows oh i guess Stuart knows right oh goulet pens do they ship to yeah. the uk yeah i'm fairly certain yeah that twisby 540 has been discontinued and we're completely sold out boo it might be one of the other ones though because there are a couple of other uk places on there uh Anyway, now I'm just you're just listening to me search for pens on the show. I, I'm I think that we've probably reached the end. Yeah, I think uh, unless we come up, unless we start a, a new show called uh, the Pen Search Podcast, where we, you and I just Google pens the whole episode and talk about it. I'm pretty sure people would listen to it. I know we're already there. So I'm I'm, I'm actually as we speak tweeting Stuart and asking him <laughs> where he got his from. Okay, but yes, I think we have rambled on enough for today. We did. We have. So, uh, Brad, you can be reached um, at penaddict.com, um, and you're, you you have thepenaddict at gmail.com, or is it penaddict at gmail.com? It is thepenaddict at gmail.com. Because you, um, you are a man who likes to, to mix their URL. I know, I know. Well, you know, you know how it is. Not everything was available at the time, so yes. But I, I, I do finally have the redirect working, so oh, if you, you ever say thepenatic.com it, it will get you to the proper proper yes. location Where well, you can also click the contact tab and email me directly via that in case you don't want to remember the, my ever changing email address yes um, I'm so pleased you finally um, done what I ask <laughs> after about a year of me asking yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also be found on twitter you are Dowdyism, D-O, sorry, D-O-W-Y-I-S-M. You are Dowdy on app.net, D-O-W-D-Y. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E on both. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. Um, we hope that you get many, many pens for Christmas. So Merry Christmas to you all. Um, I hope that we, I'm sure we will have a show next week. We just need to try and work out when that will be, as we usually record on Tuesdays, which will be Christmas Day. So, yes, I hope that um, Santa brings you all of the pens that you wish to get over the Christmas break. Um, so, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode. I'm Mike, and he's Brad. And until next time, bye bye. Bye bye.